everybody and welcome to the first ever edition of Sock Talk with Stove and Wally. Wally, introduce yourself. Well, hello everybody. My name is Wally. Alrighty and... then. That's enough out of you. So on this episode, we're going to be discussing predictions for the 2019-2020 um, Premier League season, Serie A season and Champions League season. Uh, it won't be too much. Don't in... forget Europa League because we know everyone else does. Yes, and Europa League, the Thursday rejects, of course. We can never forget them, especially since our teams will be playing in that competition. Um, that being Man U for me and Arsenal for Wiley. What do you think about that, Wiley? Well, I already have them booked as the final. Alrighty then. So that'll be that. <laughs> that <laughs> team, you can't keep cutting me off. Um, viewers, uh, listeners are going to you know, be like, what's up with this guy? <laughs> It would have been better if I just cut you off. All right, so let's continue. Um, so this is so um, so this is sock talk prediction edition. That had a nice ring to it, actually. That sounded better than I thought it would. All right, so Premier League table. Um, how about you start us off? Well, I mean, last year Man City, Liverpool were the only two real uh, contenders. People who include Spurs are naive to think they were uh, part of it. Uh, this year. Well, they were really close at one point. Yeah, they were close for like a week or two, and then they were never going to make it. No, they were never going to make it, but no. the, like three months before, four months before, like they were right there, like five points off at one point. Yeah, but then everything just Biggest chokers, out. biggest chokers of all time. Well, and that's not just because I'm an Arsenal fan. Well, they weren't going to win. No one thought they were going to win. Well, people were saying, people were putting them in the, their, as contenders. Um, anyways, for this year... I put Man City as winners. Uh, Liverpool did not strengthen whatsoever. They brought in Harvey Elliott, I believe, from Fulham. Um, young 16-year-old who will probably play a couple cup games, and that's about it. Man City brought in, you know, Joao Cancelo and uh, Rodri from Atletico. Uh, they brought back two left, two left backs. I know they brought back Angelino. Uh, so I put them as my title winners. Well, keep in mind, Liverpool are getting the Ox back. Yeah, like a new signing, Ox and Lallana. That's a, that's like a new signing right there. I, I think more the Ox is going <laughs> to... No, he'll, he'll, he'll probably more feature impact. more. Um, but that depends. I don't even know if he gets in the starting 11 as of now. Well, anyways, we'll get into that later on. What about you? What's your prediction for the winner? I picked Man City as well okay. to win uh, the <laughs> Premier League. I think they're they're virtually unplayable. Um it's gonna take it's gonna take a special effort. I think they'll probably do the exact same thing as last season. They're gonna push each other all the way to the end. Man City's gonna edge it out. Liverpool's gonna get like ninety seven or ninety eight or ninety nine points and still lose. I think it's gonna be one of the most I mean, flawless seasons for both of them. Last year was pretty crazy for Liverpool to lose one game the entire season and they still didn't win the league is uh, beyond imaginable. I mean. Uh, I've never heard of that before. Um, I saw so this year. I saw see. a stat for like a hundred, like if you not just the modern Premier League, but in general, there's been like 116 seasons in England, and 110 of them, 97 points would have been enough to win the Premier yeah, League. Yeah, there was something like that. Pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, pretty insane. Um, so Liverpool had, I think, the third best season ever 
and they did not win, which is extremely frustrating, but probably makes sense if you're a Liverpool fan. I mean, yeah, you think of the games, they, they drop points, not the, the loss, obviously, but, you know, they, they finished one point behind them, and they drew against Arsenal at home. They drew against Leicester. Um, Didn't they draw they against Man U's? Nil-nil, I believe. Yeah. You know, um, it, certain games like that uh, cost them the title, pretty much. So, I, yeah, I think we both predict it's going to be very close, but I think City are just, like... A machine, literally. I yeah, think Liverpool too. Just ah. and their 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 depth is actually incredible. Uh, they basically have a their second team could probably you know challenge for the title as well. Did you see uh, the the Mourinho quote? No, he said uh, there's only four realistic title challengers. There's four? Man City, mm-hmm. Liverpool, Spurs, and Man City's B team. Yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense minus Spurs. Yeah, um, <laughs> but what's interesting actually, it just came to my head is that um, we both picked Man City to win and Liverpool to come up short. But if you think about it, last season, what the teams achieved, Man City winning the Premier League and Liverpool winning the Champions oh, League. Oh, Man City won the domestic treble. Yes. It's, you know, people disclaim that, but it's still, uh, you know, three three titles. Uh, it's not nothing to be uh, ashamed of. They already have the Community Shield this season. Yeah, that's already in the bag. That's, you know, Guardiola's dogs. Did you, did you watch that game? No, I didn't no, watch. Uh, I, I, um, I watched the important part. I saw the uh, Kyle Walker clearance ah, off the line. Yeah, that was pretty uh, spectacular. So basically, I watched the game. I, I watched it. I was um, I was pretty impressed by Liverpool's second half. Uh, Man City couldn't cope with it. And based on that, uh, they probably should have won the game. They had the chances. Salah took, I don't know how many shots. Ten. Six, six or seven. Ten. Ten, it was... Okay. Uh, probably not on target, uh, but like no, 10 no. shots. Yeah. Uh, he hit the post twice, I believe. Uh, good chances, but uh, you know, penalties, uh, anybody can win. So that was unlucky. But uh, And what about the rest of them? Well, just before we hop into that, what I was going to say is that considering what Liverpool won last year, being the Champions League, and Man City won everything domestically, I think that their ambitions this year are going to be swapped. Whereas Man City mm-hmm. now, like especially Guardiola, like, he needs that Champions League to not just be known as... A league manager or just winning or just having met yeah that's it yeah so and liverpool like it's been 30 years since they won the premier league like they they want to win the premier league now like they conquered europe they want the premier league man city i think are still destined on just being robots and like destroying everyone in england but like guardiola has to be eating away at it and like he wants to win the champions league so i think they're gonna actually swap and yeah maybe their priorities he'll he'll feel the stronger team Match but the thing is, Man City, like like you said, like they could go either way. They could swap. They they could field whatever right. they want, and they still have a crazy team. So, I don't know. I, I they could honestly just take a clean sweep over everything in Europe. Like they might even win Europa I mean, League too. Like they might just win everything. Like imagine they win La Liga just because they're that dominant. Yeah. Like the ripple effect through Europe. I'm not sure. <laughs> their their performances are too good that they'll need six points and they take three away from La Liga. Yeah, that's. It could very well happen. So we'll see. Something to keep our mind, uh, or keep our attention on. Um, so yeah, Man City to win, Liverpool in second. Who do you have in third, Wally? I put Spurs in third. Um, I also sadly. have Spurs in third. I'll, I'll, I'll name the rest of my, my prediction. Sure. Um, so I put Spurs in third. Uh, Arsenal fourth, Man U fifth, Chelsea sixth, Everton seventh, and Leicester eighth. Um, just a bit about Leicester. They strengthened. Uh, they lost Maguire, 
uh, and they didn't replace him really, but they have Soyuncu, the Turkish international, who uh, there was, you know, reports that came out of Turkey. He was a big prospect. He didn't really feature that much last year. Um, and when he did, he had a few mistakes in him. Um, so I think he has a big season to prove himself in the Premier League. Uh, they have a great midfield too. I mean, they signed Yuri Tillemans. He was on loan last year for six months. Great midfielder, uh, very quick on the ball, and he has eye for a pass, and he runs, makes these long, uh, these long runs forward. James great, Madison, great on the counter too. Yeah, uh, Chaudhry uh, and Ndidi are pretty, uh, pretty good uh, stoppers as well. You brushed over um, James Madison, but he's my favorite player in the Premier League, I think, right now. <laughs> like aside from like the big, big ones, I think James Madison. He's is got something about him, um, a bit of selfishness as well. Which uh, he's got some bite to him too, and uh, you know people always tend to forget about uh, the top outside of the top six best strikers. But Jamie Vardy, uh, I mean that guy is—he's a beast. He's unstoppable when he's he when he gets on a run. So um, I think Leicester will push push Everton and maybe Chelsea too for those last uh, last places. Everton as well, they strengthened. Um, did it extremely well in the transfer market. Moise Keane. Out of nowhere, yeah. out of left field. Um, Super random, but they got him, which is phenomenal. Um, that guy, got, yeah. uh, Awobi. Awobi, too, I think it's a smart, smart purchase. Um, 30 to 40 million pounds, which is good business for Arsenal, but um, I think he will feature in a much more central role this year, uh, considering they've got some wingers. Uh, Bernard... Uh, Richarlison as well, uh, Walcott too, probably not featuring as much, but uh, I'd like to see him in a much more central role. Great goalie, Pickford. Yeah, uh, well, pretty solid. Yeah, he's pretty solid. He's got some mistakes in him. Uh, he's got a killer of a left foot on him, that's for sure. Chelsea to finish sixth. I mean, they lost They lost some important defensemen. Uh didn't replace anybody. They lost Hazard, but yeah, it's the big Pulisic. One. Will he, you know, will he replace the the end product? I wouldn't think so to begin. Well, no, the answer is no. We'll see. Uh, Man United but did well. Let's just stop right right there before we continue, because in case anyone's wondering, my table is the exact same thing as oh, what he mentioned, okay. except for I swapped Man U. I put Man U in fourth, Arsenal in fifth. Well, of course. I mean, and then going six, six to eight, Chelsea, Everton, Leicester, and then oh, who's yeah. your ninth place team? Well, Wolves got to be up there. I put uh, Wolves nine. Yeah, okay. Um, so. <laughs> I think Wolves will contend with Leicester and Everton. It just depends. Like They were hot last year. I'm not sure if they'll be able to keep it. Yeah, um, they, they were, I mean, for a team to come up... Promotion that's pretty and crazy. do that well. Uh, Nuno Espirito Santos, credit to you because you did a formidable job and you were, you know, you made the team exciting and and really uh, a joy to watch, uh, especially a counter-attacking team like that. And they they signed uh, Patrick Cutrone from Milan, uh, which even that came out of nowhere for sixteen million pounds. Which they make the best cheapest transfers. Peanuts in the Premier League. Peanuts. Like you could take them to like a thrift shop and they'll they'll go crazy, yeah. Like they, they'll have a whole wardrobe for like six seventy five. <laughs> they did extremely well, and I they'll probably push, you know, Everton and Leicester as well. Uh, 
Yeah, I that's it. I think Everton Leicester Wolves it's going to be pretty pretty tight. Um so Chelsea in 6, I think that just makes sense. They're definitely going to drop off. Um I think they're going to have the exact same effect that Madrid had last season losing Ronaldo. I think when you have someone that you rely on so much, you think it's going to be easy to just move on. I don't think it's that easy. We saw that with Madrid. I think Chelsea will suffer. They not have only that, a transfer but, ban. Yeah, uh, um, that but their defense too. I mean, uh, the real leader at the back, I mean, their captain's Aspilicueta, but he's he's not their stalwart at the at the back. You know, uh, David Luiz, you know, people um, is gone. That's it. So pe- he's gone, and you have that vocal leader at the back who kind of organizes the team. Yes, he has his problems. Uh, you know, his defaults. Um, sorry, not defaults, defects. Uh, defensively, he probably lacks a bit of. You know, concentration at times, but he was uh, like uh, a presence at the back. Uh, he also sends the sickest of long balls. No, great, um, great, uh, great passing ability. So who do they have in defense then? They have Aspiliqueta, Christensen, uh, Christensen, of course, Zuma, Zuma, Rudiger is injured at the moment, but he'll be coming back. You have Emerson on the left. You have uh, Marcos Alonso. Marcos Alonso. So. There they've, is. A... They've got some young guys. Reese James, I know, did well last year on loan. And this guy, Fumori, who knows if he'll feature much. Um, I do think the fact that they're in Champions League, um, it might stretch their team too It'll much. It'll be too much, especially yeah. with no transfer window. I mean, they were able to bring in... Well, their their loans coming back are basically signings. And anyone that they... Right? Anyone that they had something like already in the yeah, works. Yeah, like loan, obligation it. to buy. Yeah. Or option to buy. So, they got Pulisic done before the ban. Yeah. Um, Kovacic as well. Kovacic. Um, they signed Mount, right? He was no, not... he was always there. He was a oh, he was youth a academy. Oh, youth academy. Yeah. I thought they signed him. I thought he... Was that... Inclu- I thought it was in, he was included in the Lampard deal. No, he was on loan at Derby last year. And, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. But, like, yeah, new signings. I mean, they have, I think, like 43 players out on loan right now, which is, you know... Yeah, which is insane. I, done, they'll never play ever for Chelsea. Um, what the point of loaning them out? Just you know, pick up some some money for them, might as well. Also, in terms of like Chelsea going forward, they in, like, they lost Morata last season. They brought in Higuain on loan. He's gone. So going forward, they have to decide between uh, Giroud, Tammy Abraham, and Batshuayi. Yeah, um, um, I and. I mean, we're, we'll say we're recording this as of uh, after week one of the Premier League season. So we saw the Chelsea result at Old Trafford um, where Tammy started. So that was... He, he did well. He impressed me. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying it was surprising. But he did play well. And I, I'm actually pretty high on him. It's the first time I've ever seen him play. And I was pretty impressed. Um, Mount started. So I think it's going to be a youthful side for Chelsea. I mean, Pulisic came off the bench. So that's something I guess we're going to see going forward because William wasn't there today. He was I think he was injured. injured uh, yeah. yeah. Well, he played uh, Copa America. So um, so that's it. So I, I, mean, I think it's going to be a bit rough for Chelsea. Um, I think I think Lampard's going to probably have a little bit of initial success besides the Old Trafford result. <laughs> uh, I think he's going to have like the, um, the, the Solskjaer effect where people are going to want to play for him, but I think he just won't have the resources to keep it up. Um, and he's just... An experience as a manager um, could be. I, I, I think that the fact that he'll have to uh, balance Champions League and no, it's Premier gonna, League, it's going to be too know, much uh, for their squad, big time. Uh, no, if a couple of key players get injured, uh, 
they'll be stretched way too thin. And uh, I mean, we'll we'll see uh, as the season goes on. But uh, and also who's in their in their group and in, in, in the Champions League. But uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe if they if they get out of Europe, it'll be their their way of uh, compensating to to focus on, on the league and uh, try to make that top four. Um, but I don't think, as of right now, they will. Man U Arsenal, uh, well, we have them inversed for fourth place and fifth, basically. So, yeah, that's the only place where we disagreed. And it's not really a disagree. They're just more, I guess, of our internal well, we, bias. We strengthened there. in different opposite areas. areas. You strengthened defensively. We strengthened offensively. Um, I mean... What was the order last year? Arsenal finished fifth? Fifth and then Man U sixth, yeah. And even that, it wasn't by much the points. I do think. Um, I do think Rashford has all all the expectations on him this year to produce. Uh, if he if he scores twenty plus goals in the league, uh, I think Man United will will make top four uh, because defensively, that's we'll get into that a bit later. Um, about Maguire especially, but their defense looks a lot better than last year who who they shipped in 50-odd uh, plus goals. Uh, even Arsenal's defense improved a bit. I do think uh, there's been improvements, but even then, last year, they, they allowed in 50-plus goals. Um, so that uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on, especially. I want to talk a bit about Spurs, though. What do you think of their signings? Well, I think we're going to get into that on the... Yeah, um, but signings edition. Fair enough. Um, but I do think it's enough to keep them in third, like we said. Um, I think they're just they're made for it. The only concern I have, and it's the same concern every year, yeah. if something happens to Kane, I think then uh, it's going to be rough. The thing is, he's been injured before and like always kind of the same injuries, I believe, the past like two, three years. And he was out for a couple months. Uh, I mean, last year he was out until... Uh, until the Champions League final, which I don't think he should have played anyway, because uh, Son and, and Lucas were, were doing well up front, uh, as well as they can, you know, uh, to replace someone like Kane. Um, I do think they strengthened, that's for sure. But uh, I'm not sure it'll be enough to challenge. that. I, I don't think they'll be challenging for the title. They again. won't challenge, but I think they're pretty comfortable in that top four yeah. spot. Um, I just think they're... They're just a solid unit, like yeah, uh, especially with the no transfers, like in the recent windows. Mm -hmm. I think they just they understand they it's a... it's within the locker room that they're gonna get their support from each other, and yeah. it's worked out. It's worked out amazingly well, actually, considering I, what surprised. they have at their disposal. Pochettino, I guess, is you know uh, he. I think he's done incredible for the amount of money that he spent, which is nothing last year. This year, they broke their transfer record. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. But I do think they'll be in their uh, top four pretty much guaranteed. Unless, you know, bar anything happens to their, their star striker. Um, so I guess that wraps it up for our Premier League predictions. Well, fast, fast. I'm not sure if you took a look, but do you have any predictions for who's getting relegated? I mean, it could go really bad for Chelsea. <laughs> I, I didn't think that bad. I mean, I know Mourinho... Brought them down to 10th a few seasons ago, but uh, <laughs> I don't think... Uh, anyways, I had... Usually, you know, when three promoted teams come up, one of them probably doesn't do as well. 
And one of them is Wolves, who do extremely well. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I chose Sheffield United to, to be in the mix for, for relegation. Just yeah. because Norwich, I watched the game against Liverpool, and they were impressive. Regardless of the 4-1 scoreline, they were... I thought they were really good. Um, Crystal Palace, they lost uh, Juan Basaka, which was a big part of their defense last year. They did bring in Gary Cahill, um, who, who's got plenty of experience. He's won the Premier League. He's won the Champions League. Solid. Yeah. Um, Definitely past his prime, but it's solid. Um, Wilfred Zaha. They have an unmotivated Wilfred Zaha. Yeah, that's that's the they big have a, problem. A captive Wilfred Zaha, so that's probably not going to turn out too well. I still think they'll stay up, but uh, we'll see. And who's the third I, one? I had, I had picked Newcastle. It's just, about time. Just because um, I'm not convinced by their 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 signing Joe Linton. Um, you know they they paid money. They paid a lot of money for him. They, they broke their transfer record. I think it was forty million pounds. Um, apparently he doesn't have much of a much of a record in terms of goal scoring uh, at his time at Hoffenheim. Uh, they brought in also Alain Saint Maximin, who great ability, great pace, and great dribbling, but uh, he's kind of um, he's uh, inconsistent. So I have them in my mix for relegation battle. We will see as the season progresses. Let's not forget Almiron coming in in January. Still relatively new as a signing. Yeah. yeah. Um, that should be interesting. They paid quite a bit for him too. They actually broke their transfer record for, for him, him. And then rebroke it. Yeah, that's it. So we're just re-breaking Hyman's here on <laughs> the Sock Talk podcast. Um, so, I mean, we are going to go into more of the transfers when it comes to um, the Premier League teams. Like we are going to, um, I guess, add in terms of evidence to our predictions over Man U and Arsenal. Um, just because they, I guess, well, from what I could see, they mo- they made the most signings actually uh, yeah. in this list. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll definitely go into that, but I guess for, we'll save that for our transfer talk uh, episode, and then we'll move on to uh, Serie A predictions and then Champions League. All right, so moving on to our Serie A predictions. Um, I'll go first. I'll read out my seven, uh, and then we'll, we'll s- compare with you. Okay. Uh, so number one, this <coughs> took a lot of effort. Hmm. Um, I wonder what it could be. I'm gonna go with Juve. Oh man, I never saw that coming. I think they've made tremendous acquisitions. I think they're leaps and bounds better than they were last year. Um, that is without a doubt true. Yeah, I think they're gonna cruise to this one. I, I think it might be. It's gonna be closer than last year. Last year was a bit ridiculous. I think the real battle is going to be the rest of the table, though. I think it's going to be super tight. And honestly, yeah. I'm not confident in really any of this. But second, I actually have Inter. I don't think Napoli is going to finish second. I think they've had their run. They didn't capitalize on it. And that's about it. I'm not too impressed with them. Uh, I think Inter is going to have a decent season. Uh, I think Lukaku is actually built for Serie A. I think it's going to be better for him. I, yeah, I think, you know, when I first heard that he was coming... You know, linked with Juve, I thought, well, that would be a great move, you know, except for uh, moving on Dybala. But I think he will thrive in Serie A. He's, he's got the pace. He's got, you know, the, he's the losing power. Weight. I read that his weight, he gained a lot of weight yeah. in Manchester. But yeah. on purpose, like, he tried to put on some yeah, weight. Yeah, and... Neville, Neville had mentioned, uh, he even, like, um, he, uh, he he spoke to him saying he was even, like, oh, about the weight that he should have been. Anyways, we'll get into that a bit later. 
um, the rest of your table. Um, so okay. yeah, Juve, Inter, then I have Napoli coming in at third. Uh, I have Roma at fourth, and then uh, Lazio fifth. Oh, okay. Damn. Um, I was very. I, I didn't watch much of Lazio last year, but the one, the well, one of the times they played Juve, Chino. they destroyed them, and Juve escaped with like a one nothing win. I forgot about Lazio actually in the mix. No, I'm actually really impressed with Lazio. Did uh, Milinkovic Savage stay put? Yeah, he, well, he's still there right now. I know Inter is linked with him. Um, Juve was linked with him for a while. Yeah, and so was Man U, but. Oh, yes, that's true. That ship has sailed. So I have fifth for Lazio. Um, surprise bold. one. That I is have, a bold move, though. I have six Atalanta. Hmm. Um, I forgot that actually they have Champions League uh, Champions League football now, so that I'm could gonna, change. Teams. I'm going to add in some, some teams because I forgot. I didn't know you were doing seven. Oh, then I have, uh, I have oh, Milan yeah. in seventh. Um, Milan has no European competition this year due to their financial fair play uh infraction okay. I don't know really what happened but um, I, I just think their team is quite poor <laughs> so yeah we'll see um, okay what about you what about your picks I, I have Juve as first as well Inter second as well I do think that will be a lot closer I know um, last year Inter had started well and then they fell off towards the middle back into the season um, I do think Conte He's built for, for Serie A, and I think he yeah. will change formation with him. He, he's gonna bring a three at the back over there, um, and uh, so I I honestly think it's gonna be a lot closer. Napoli as well. I know they did strengthen defense. Uh, I'm not too convinced about the transfer of Manolas, but anyways, um, I do have Milan fourth, just because. Um, they don't have any European competition to focus on. So, I mean, the main focus will be strictly Serie A and, you know, uh, Coppa Italia. Roma, I put them fifth. Um, they lost a few players. Lazio, I didn't, I didn't know you were doing sixth and seventh, but I put Lazio sixth then and Torino seventh. Um, Torino's At a dark horse. Atalanta, I think... Champions League and Serie A is going to be too much for them to handle. Uh, inexperience. Um, usually that doesn't end well. I know Burnley last year in, a, in the Europa League, uh, that was a disaster. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if you took into account the relegation for Serie A or if you have any... No comment. I, I cho- <laughs> All right, well, I chose my three. Um, I put in Spal, um, Lecce and Verona. Who just came, Hellas Verona, I believe, just came up. Um, just because I, I, Brescia came up as well, and I, this young kid, Sandro Tonali, we probably all heard quite a bit of, about him. I've seen uh, a few of his highlights on YouTube, and uh, he's been talked about the new Pirlo and, and whatnot, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Uh, a nice uh, prospect for the Italian team, could be interesting. Um, so I chose them as my, you know, it, it could go either way uh, with a few other teams as well. Last year, towards the end, Fiorentina was looking like they were going to drop down. And then who knows uh, if they're going to be in the mix again. Um, so I think we'll wrap it there for Serie A. And Bologna stays up. Bologna stays up. Uh, <laughs> they They had a good run, actually. Uh, Mihailovic did wonders when he came in. Um, it's too bad, actually. Uh, 
they actually won't be having him, I don't think, because he's actually, um, he has leukemia, and he won't be their coach this year, so we'll see, um, I'm not even sure who's, who's going to be in charge of Bologna this year, um, we shall see, also, side note, for Serie A, um, Stoll's team, um, if you uh, know anything about him, he's Portuguese, um, so he follows them, and their uh, star player, Mr. A certain Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, I'm not sure if you guys have heard of him. You know, he's pretty good, I hear, uh, turning 35 this year. Uh, that... no, he's promising. He's yet to reach his promise. Yeah, yeah. I think we, you, we'll see that. You know, that his best is yet to come. Um, my team in Serie A is Parma. Um, you know, uh, that's pretty much where I'm... That's where I'm from, from Italy, and uh, it's a team I've followed since uh, eight, eight or nine years now. Um, I'm looking forward to, to seeing them again this year uh, after their, their bounce back from bankruptcy a couple of years ago. Um, so yeah, that's it uh, for Serie A. Well, we're going to move on to Champions League predictions. Um, I haven't really thought of this too much. This is hard. I mean, the group stage hasn't even been announced yet, so... Yeah, uh, I think we'll know more once the groups are drawn. But like based on what we do know, yeah, um, who would you say are favorites? Uh, I, you gotta put in the the, the main guys. Um, Juve have got to be in the mix this year. Uh, Delict, uh, Ramsey, Rabiot, um, you know th those additions uh, have only strengthened them. Man City, I think if they don't go for it. In the Champions League, you know, uh, it's 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 only a matter of time where they become a bit more relevant in the Champions League. But I mean, it's it's gotta come sooner than later. Aguero is not getting any younger. Um, I know Jesus is there to, you know, kind of uh, compensate for when he's not feeling it. Do miracles. Yeah. Um, Barca. Uh, Barca is always gonna be in the mix. Yeah, but the uh, standard teams, I think. If I were to pick one, maybe, dark horse to win it, I'm going to go with Atletico. Um, they've been around there before. Man, they've been they, so they've, close. They've strengthened tremendously. I'm not going to even include PSG because... I have to see what Neymar does. Yeah. Even that, uh, that I'm not even sure. Um, even with them, you know. They just lack that killer experience of how to deal with, with the competition. I mean, P, uh, Ligue 1 is pretty much a walk in the park, so they don't get enough practice during the league. So when it comes to crunch time, uh, they're coming up with rookie numbers, you know? Yeah. You? What do you, what do you think? Uh, you have a dark horse for the... Uh, I'm trying to think of a dark horse. I, I could see... <clears throat> If it goes strictly down to the favorites, I could see a Juventus-Man uh, City final. Mm. Um, that would be pretty uh, pretty ridiculous, I think. Um, I'm trying to think of a dark horse. Atletico is really good. In terms of the Premier League, I mean... Besides Man City... Besides Man City and Liverpool, Liverpool I'm trying to think. Spurs are definitely not making it back. No, uh, I think that was a one-time... Chelsea, my God. they're gonna. I, no, they, I, I'm not even convinced they're going to make it out of the group. We'll see what the group is. <laughs> Yeah. Um, 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, we all forgot Madrid. Uh, nobody mentioned them. I didn't mention Madrid or, or Munich. I, I don't think... Bayern? I don't think either of those teams are going to make it. I think Madrid are going to suffer again this year. I think they're going to prioritize the league as well. They I think, should. I think they Zidane should. has brought up... He's brought up the La Liga quite a few times. I think he knows it's something he has to win. I mean... Um, you can't just be winning Champions Leagues here. Uh, I mean, a Champions League without Ronaldo would say a lot. Would be like so impressive, especially considering how terrible they were last season. It shows that he is the right man at, for the job. But uh, I don't know. I'm not convinced. We'll see. Um, um, I think I think it might be a pretty obvious run. I don't think we'll see Ajax no, this deep um, into the tournament. They lost their you know two most influential players. I know uh, Ziyech is still there. Yes, yes. yes. And, and, and the Beak again. is still there. Yeah, yeah, I just saw he signed a new deal. So mm-hmm. I guess uh, shan't be leaving anytime soon. Uh, but, you know, uh, the loss of Frankie de Jong, uh, control the midfield. I know Sean lo- uh, left as well. He just joined Genoa. Uh, Lasse Sean? Yeah, Lasse Sean. Damn. Um, you know, uh, big, big players. So... They're they're probably gonna be there to rebuild their team. In a few years, they'll come wreak havoc again. They're always producing. They're a little factory over there. So. Yeah, they've probably got some elves in the back just uh, working some overtime. Dutch elves just hammering <laughs> with the hammer. I guess there's a verb already for that. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think it might be a straightforward Champions League. Uh, we'll have a lot more thoughts once the group stage are picked, so we can kind of see a better picture. Yeah, yeah. But uh, sure. would you put your money on the Juve Man City final? I don't know about the final. I mean, for all I know, they could be in the in the group together. No, but like, no, they can't actually. Everything, but... everything. Uh, well, goes accordingly. Different sides of the bracket. Sure, uh, I don't see why not. Right now, uh, they're they they should be one of the favorites to win it, outright out of the out of the teams that are like in it. You know. Um, Barca, Man City, Juve. I mean, Barca with Frank at the young engagement, it, it could. It just Messi, adds. Suarez, Coutinho, Dembele. It could be Rakitic, pretty crazy Arthur. going forward. I mean, they're always going to be vulnerable at the back. They always have been. It's just the way their 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 style is. Uh, that comes without a doubt. I mean, PSG if they get their act together, I just. I just feel like that team is plagued. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't think God wants them to win. I don't think he wants them I don't think he likes think. people uh, with that amount of money who just yeah. splash cash everywhere. That's why Juve is going to beat Man City in the final. Same same result. It'll who be knows? interesting. Maybe, maybe Danilo will score the winning goal and, and Cancelo will have a shocker. I could see that happening. <laughs> it's very... Uh, it'd be very... Poetic and poetic, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have much more to say about that. It's kind of hard right now. We have no idea how it's, it's going to shape up. But I, I can't think of any team from left field that's going to come in and, and do something. I think, like, I don't know, in recent years, like I think the best teams are just so good right now. Yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's the mainstays, you know. They're, they're always around. I just think, like, man, like Man City and Liverpool are machines. Like, they, they are so drilled, like, drill-tested and, and fine-tuned. Like, I think they're ready for anything. I think Juve, by the knockout stage, are going to have their stuff together. I think it's going to be an interesting time up until Christmas. It'll probably be close in terms of Serie A. Like, there's a lot of new additions. We'll see how that goes. New managers, see how Sadi gets his, his tactics. I think after Christmas, if they could turn on, like, turn on the Jets... They could pull ahead and say, yeah, and then really make a run. If they have all their key players fit, if they have their system nailed down, 
they have every chance out of anyone there. I mean, uh, but it's got to be this year. Yeah, I, Ronaldo, he's not gonna be there uh, too much, much longer. At you that know? level, one. Chiellini. Uh, it's Chiellini the one as well. It's Ronaldo and Chiellini that really—they're uh, uh, the ones that that strike me the most as. Uh, yeah, uh, the other, the other parts of the team are. are I wouldn't say old, but they're they're not as you know in that age bracket. Uh, but they're reaching there. I mean, their their cycle is gonna run out eventually, and I think it's coming to the later stage for them. Um, no, I think all yeah, the stars I, are gonna. I think align. this year has got to be their year. They've um, done two finals in, in the recent years. I think this is the one where they go all the way. Uh, it's a big if again. It's a new manager. It's a lot of new pieces. We'll we'll see. I just think Guardiola is not going to be able to win a Champions League without Messi. I think that's going to be his his legacy. Um, I don't know. He always builds these super teams. I I just find a way. They're going to find a way to fluff it up. Yeah. Well, it's happened before, and uh, it's happened last year. I just think he's so demanding he's just, as a coach. Just, it's going to be like there's going to be a breakthrough. There's going to be something like there always is. I I, I don't know. It's not. I don't think it's gonna happen. Uh, even though on paper it should, because I think they're just the most dominant team in the world right now. Yep. So I think that's pretty much our prediction for Champions League. I know we kind of already mentioned our Europa League picks. So for me, Arsenal, Stove. Yeah, I mean, Manu. I'd um, like to see Manu. It would be a fun final, Manu. Why not? You know, I think it's gonna be one of those teams, and then again, again, we'll only know once the the third place teams in the Champions League drop down. Yeah, that's those usually like true as well. Those usually like yeah, they ruffle the feathers big time in Europe. Well, like so. last year, Napoli came in. Uh, Was Arsenal there for the Chelsea? Too? Yeah, uh, Chelsea as well. Yes, so that's pretty impressive. I like that. I like that the original teams make it to the final. I, it's kind of silly. I find that third place Champions League goes down. Yeah, it's a bit unfair. I don't, but, I don't uh, know how I feel about that, but it's okay. Well. All right, so that about wraps it up for our prediction episode here on Sock Talk. Um, we want to thank you for tuning in, if you have. So uh, the listeners are very important for us. The the few, the many, the whatever. Uh, everyone is just as important, even the middle children. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, we're going to leave our, our Twitter handles, our Instagram handles in the show notes. So give us a follow. We really want to... Try to be as active as we can on there and uh, generate some conversations and, and try to get uh, a dialogue going with you guys. Um, so those that those uh, will be in the description. Uh, we want you to, th- you know, if you can, just like and review the podcast wherever you're listening. Uh, it would help a great deal, especially starting out. We'd really appreciate it. But I think the most valuable thing you could do for us right now is just tell a friend, pass it along, send them a link, uh, comment in one of our posts. Um, and if you have any questions, you know, tweet us out. Uh, yeah, send us a DM if you want us to mention something. In the if there's next, something you think we should talk about, yeah. if there's something you want us to answer, uh, our take on a certain uh, issue, yeah. a little bit personal, whatever it is, uh, we really want to make it uh, fan focused. Uh, I think it just the, it's the best experience, so everyone uh, feels involved, and it just it's a more cohesive. Uh, it's a more cohesive podcast in terms of just us speaking um so yeah we'll see i mean it, it's gonna uh it's gonna be a work in promise uh, a work in promise you see right there we're still ironing out details a there work in progress yeah a work uh, in progress that we're, we're gonna try to find the right formula uh for next week on next week's episode uh we're gonna be doing transfers yeah 
Um, so that's where we're gonna review the top transfers of the summer and their most importantly their impact on uh, their respective clubs and where we see that going. Um, so that should be pretty interesting. Could end up being a lengthy episode, knowing us, and if we decide to ramble like we are right now. All right, so that's been our uh, inaugural episode of Sock Talk, where we did our uh, Premier League, Serie A, and Champions League predictions. We want to thank all of you, um, or those of you, who, who tuned in and listened. Um, if we can ask you a small thing, it'd be to like and review the podcast. Um, you know, we're starting off. We're really excited to see where this goes. We'd like to create uh, quite a following, so feel free to look in our show notes for our Twitter handles and our Instagram handles. I think that's where we're going to be primarily most active. Um, so and if you guys have any topics to discuss for the next episode, any questions or any further episode, future yeah, episodes, yeah, uh, yeah, feel so free. Uh, DM us or uh, you know, uh, send us a message on uh, message on Twitter as well. Uh, we'll like to try to answer you as soon as possible, or we'll mention you guys in the next episode. Um, so here from Sock Talk. Thank you very much for tuning in, and see you next time. On Sock Talk with Sloven Wally. <laughs>